Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you will enjoy listening to. If you're interested in creating more balance in your life, understanding your five element energetic nature, finding the path of greatest ease, or releasing the baggage of this lifetime and discovering ancient alchemy that can help you fly in your life. Join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical transformational journey. Welcome back to the Inspired Action Podcast. My name is Jay and I'm here with my co-host, Lita Herman. Hello, everyone. Today's episode is number 10. Number 10. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. This is pod number 10 and it's about rebellious chi. And I'm really excited about the number 10 because in Chinese numerology, it represents the number of perfection. So this is going to be the perfect episode. And it also represents the number of, uh, that uh, represents human beings. And it's hard to imagine, but human beings are perfect. All the time. All the time. All of them. So how's that for a paradigm shift? That's a paradigm shift on top of its head. Yeah, That just tips it upside down because everyone (laughs) usually thinks the opposite. The opposite, absolutely. So we all should be tens all the time. Yes. And so today, it's perfect because today is about rebellious cheese. It's the one thing that makes us feel not perfect. Yes. This is a big episode, an important one for many people on the path to alchemy or of alchemy. This is about the energetic roadblocks, speed bumps that happen to all of us. And this episode, we like to jokingly say, it's where the rubber meets the road. Rubber meets the road. Time to put some of the things we we're talking about into action. Yeah, it's like we're not just going to kick the tires. We're going to drive around the block and see what we think about all the stuff we've been talking about. So, what does the rubber meet the road actually? Let's let's talk about that for one second. Yeah, well, you it's know, a funny it's thing. exactly that. Like you can pick out a car on the lot by how it looks, or you can actually test drive it and. Let the rubber meet the road. So we're going to test drive some alchemy yeah. things here. So okay, I like that. Drive some of this alchemy. We're going to understand about putting some of these ideas into action. Yeah. What do I really want? What's my heart's desire? Yeah. All these things on yeah, self cultivation, so yeah. letting go. All of this is coming to it's coming a together. Big action point, and then da 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 rebellious chi. Then comes in the complications we referenced in our last podcast. We kind of gave you a hint. Yeah, that, we didn't want to tell you too much. It's, it's not always easy. So this is where some difficult things may arise and we're going to explain all that today and what to do about it. Okay. So Lita, so in episode seven, we asked what we truly wanted. Episode eight was about letting go. Episode nine was about your heart's desire. So you're asking all these things. You're taking all these steps. We're leading down the path. And now... Now it's time. It's time to let things start to happen. And if you ask yourself what you really want and actually let yourself really, really, really want it to the point where you're not going to let anything stop you from getting it, well, it then seems like something stops you. This is what happens to every human being on the planet. Every single one of us, when we let ourselves really, really want something, we naturally, it's our nature to begin to see all the obstacles in our way all the roadblocks or reasons that we can't get it. It does seem to happen a lot where you almost want it too much and then all the negative things start to happen and then, and then you don't get it at all. Yeah, you think the world is stopping you. Yeah. And this is why uh, people who know about Ganesh, 
you know, the, the Indian, remover of obstacles, the remover of obstacles. I always yeah. say that's what you are in your I coaching. Have, I have a big Ganesh in my office. Yes. <laughs> and I have been gifted many little Ganeshes yes. uh, all over the years. But and, yes, because I teach people how to remove their own obstacles. Yes. yes. And so that's what this episode is about. Fundamentally, it's about this feeling of obstacles. And then we're going to talk about how to remove those obstacles. Today. Yes. And, you know, we, we, we talked back and forth about some examples and I had this leader asked me to talk about this one incident that I had in my life. So I'm a pretty powerful manifester. I usually can manifest a lot of different things, but even I get blocked sometimes. Everyone gets blocked. Even Lita gets blocked. I definitely get blocked. I think even the most enlightened human beings have had cases of being super blocked. You know, I guess that's human nature. Yeah. A, a part of that yeah, is getting absolutely. blocked. Absolutely. So the story I'm going to tell is just short. I'll keep it short. Uh, I moved to a new city and I had my heart set on living on Main Street. I wanted an old building. I wanted a big loft, center of Anything, you know, everything in the town. No, no driving my car, big windows, cafes. Oh, sounds beautiful. It sounds beautiful, right? Sounds like a big dream. <laughs> sounds like a big dream. So well, I started looking and looking and looking, and I just kept seeing one bad apartment after another, one loft after another. It was so bad. I looked and looked and looked, and then I couldn't find it. They just kept more. So I, I got a real estate agent, and they showed me some, and they had no luck. It was just one after another. And I swear, the, the last one they showed me, it looked like a crack house. Oh, my God. And the paint was peeling. The electricals were exposed. It had this crazy, mysterious smell. And they called it an urban loft. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was like you were just attracting the worst, yes. worst, worst places. You know, I think I went home that night and I, you know, maybe cried a little bit. Like, And then I started thinking, is it me? Is it the economy? Is it the town? Maybe I picked the wrong place to live. You know, what is going on? That is the rebellious G that we're talking about. Those are the roadblocks energetically. So what I did was after I stopped crying like a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> I just, you know, I, start, I started to meditate. I found some stillness. I was doing some of the things that we've talked about in the previous ep episodes. And I really started to see how I was moving energetically through the world. And I was only seeing the bad and the bad got bigger and the bad got bigger. I wasn't seeing the good that was around. So fast forward, I did find an amazing place and it was a beautiful loft. It was an old mill being converted and I got, it was you know, just fantastic. And the first year I got my rent half price because it was still in wow. construction phases wow. throughout the building. That's incredible. It was just fantastic. Now it was not on Main Street, but once I opened myself up to some beautiful possibilities and that and I'm actually grateful now that I was not on Main Street. It's yeah. a very loud and noisy place, but I let go of that dream and I opened up energetically and I got an amazing place to live. And that's a perfect example of what we're going to talk about today, because what you were dealing with is you had a very specific dream that you really, really wanted. Your heart's desire was this place on Main Street. And you started to feel frustration and uh, like an energy that was pushing you forward and trying to make something happen that wasn't happening. And that energy is what in Chinese medicine we call rebellious chi. Rebellious chi. Yeah. So if you think you have a little rebel in you. Yes. A little <laughs> rebel without a pause, right? This, yes. Just going and going. <laughs> without a pause. I love that. That's and you know, I, I think what, when I look back on this, I was really looking for ease, a place that would be easy to live in, in the central location with lots of things to do, not have to use my car a lot. And I had just fixated on this specific thing. And 
And then you, all you could see was all the ways you weren't getting what That's you wanted. That's right. I kept seeing not going to happen, not going to happen, not going to happen. Once I shifted this, other things in my life also kind of got easy again. Things started to flow again. It really had kind of blocked me and, and locked things up. And we've all had this experience. And this experience is often the number one reason why we're afraid to ask ourselves what we really yes. want. Yes. Because if we don't get what we want, we get disappointed. Then the next time we think, I don't really, really want something because then I'll get disappointed. And then, you know, that's what we talked about in episode nine. And I also see that a lot of people, uh, they've had the fear of failure, so they don't even try. The fear of failure. Yeah, yes. It's this failure thing. It's kind of big yes. right now. It's like Pima Chodron. Yes. She has a, a really popular book. She has actually two books on this and it's kind of big. Fail, fail better. Fail, fail know. again. We'll put it in the fail, show notes. fail, fail, fail. <laughs> keep failing. Actually, you know, what I, the looked, fail? I, I don't looked know. up that book because I thought I remembered a quote from that book and I actually have it here because it kind of, it's, it's, she's, she's right on target. So she says, the question is, are you going to grow or are you going to stay as you are out of fear and waste your precious human life by status quoing instead of being willing to break down the sound barrier or break down the glass ceiling or whatever it is in your own life? Are you willing to go forward? And so she keeps talking about this to her a bit. And then she says, this is great for this podcast. It's not necessarily going to work out the way you want it to work out, but it is taking you forward and you're leaving the nest. And that never can be a mistake to fly instead of staying in the nest with all the poop. She actually writes it. And everything that's in there. Uh, yeah, you know Pima knows about the poop, okay? She's had a life. She's written these amazing books. Yeah, that's exactly what was happening. I was stuck in the poop. Yeah, you really okay? were. I was like you living were. in the poop. Couldn't get out of the poop. And then I finally jumped out of the yeah, nest. Yeah, you flew. Um, and I think that that is a lot of people get stuck and maybe they don't jump out of the nest. Maybe they stay in that job way too long. They stay in that relationship way too long. They never find that really great place to live. And they think it's the world is getting them. It's the world. Yeah. That's, or they think they're unlucky or they think they're just bad. Well, the world against them is interesting because a lot of times you think in order for you to be to be or do or have the thing you want, you need your kids to do something or your spouse to do another thing or you need a new job or you more need more money. money. I see people yeah. who say, I would travel if I had more money. I would do I would do this if I had more money. Money comes up a lot as a barrier, as a roadblock in the money or the lack of the perception of the lack of money can really restrict freedom. Yeah, it's like everyone is in cahoots to stop us from getting what we want. That's what that's that's, that's like a conspiracy theory of a grand <laughs> yeah, scale. Yeah, right. So we think we have to fight, Jay, and that's what you were doing when you were looking for yes. the apartments. You were you were rallying more and more energy. You were getting real estate agents, and it was like you were fighting so hard, and nothing was shifting. So you fight with all your energy, you bring out all your weapons, you have all these strategies to get what you want, but it doesn't really have to be that way. So let's talk about how to make it easy, how yeah. things are going to be easy. We're in stage one of alchemy and this is the step. This is the point of really wanting something authentically and then allow it to happen without any fight, without the rebellious chi. Yeah. And so to authentically want it, that's really the key word. Like yeah. you're, you're, you're allowing your authenticity to come. So here's a big component. And I often call it trust with a capital T. But if you actually trust 
that you will get what you want and it will be easy. Now, I know this is hard for some people, then you don't have to fight. Yeah, that's really hard for a lot of people, but it does get easier when you start to figure out what the roadblock is. Yes, because if you believe you actually get to have it, no matter what, like we we often grow up thinking, I have to make something happen. It's not going to happen just because I want it. I have to bust my... <laughs> <laughs> to, to actually make I it think you happen. can say ass. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Ass. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So if you believe you deserve it and you believe that you actually can have it, that's that's the first step. And believing that, that means it will come no matter what. And that makes me think of Abraham and the secret yes. and just again, powerful manifestors. Yes. So how can we go back well, to... Wait, wait, let's go back to the secret and Abraham. Sure. Because, you know, some people might not know about it. You know, you can watch the movie, The Secret, and it kind of gives you some some very simple things to try to start believing and trusting that sure. the universe is going to And I think provide. Abraham, I always think Abraham is before The Secret. Yeah, um, well, Abraham is Esther Hicks, who's We've talked about it them before. She's channeling uh, some group of group beings, of beings uh, that, that they are call Abraham. This very concept that there can be ease in your life. There can be things that just flow to you. And I like to use Abraham and I guess the secret and manifesting with my affirmations. Yes. Yeah. So I think we that's talked something a little we talk about, about affirmations. Yeah. It's going to come back in today for sure because. If you affirm something, you begin to believe it. And once you begin to believe it, you don't need all that effort. You you just, we've- You always call it efforting. Yeah. Is that really a word? Efforting? efforting? It's too much. No, I don't think it is. <laughs> I don't think, we're just going to give that in the leader category. Yeah, that's Efforting. Stop efforting so hard. It sounds like you're swearing. Stop Ooh, efforting eff so much. <laughs> you're over efforting. <laughs> that's good. Um, if you, so if you have a strong belief that everything you do is successful and is due to your hard work, then you might need to spend a very long time on this step. Yeah, so it, this this step is very important. And again, you have to take your time if this is something that you do a lot. Now, some of us, Already you're living an easy life. It, it's really about how hard is your life? How much effort are you putting in? Take your time, enter into the world of it's easy and I get to have what I want. And then give yourself some time to experience that. If you aren't there, it's fine. You Could know, take a while. I've had people take years in this stage because they were so used to fighting for everything. And sometimes I think people get used to having the rebellious cheek. Yeah. I think it's like they're cursed or they're stuck or they're, I don't want to say stupid, but they just can't get out of their own way. I think some people like it. Yeah, they maybe. actually like it. But, you know, another example of someone who shifted this for himself, um, I have this, this client who he wanted to buy a house. Oh, another housing thing. Is yeah. this really a big it's, issue? It's, yes, I like it is. Living, is, you have I to live somewhere. Okay, that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> So he wanted to buy a house, but he already owned a house with his father. And, you know, for him, it wasn't about money, he had the money, he just needed to get a mortgage. And the mortgage companies were like, no, you already own a house, you can't get another mortgage. So he went through a lot of complications. I won't get into it here, but he basically could not get out of this mortgage or sell the house or he couldn't get the responsibility of him paying this mortgage, even though he didn't pay it. And he could afford it, right? And he could afford totally. it. Totally. Okay. And so he felt so stuck. He was renting an apartment that he hated. He had a house he wanted to buy and he was stuck. So we did a lot of alchemy work. And Stage one? 
stage one, yep. and we slowly um, were able to sort of open some doors. He had shut the doors out of frustration, just so much frustration, like you felt, Jay, yep. mean, that that level of frustration that he'd shut every door that could have possibly opened to him. And by doing this work, he started to open those doors again. And I couldn't believe it. He came back. I swear it wasn't more than two months, maybe a month and a half, two months. He came back. He said, you're not going to believe it. I figured it out. I got the bank to give me the mortgage. You know, and it, it was complicated, but he had not allowed that to happen. To be conquered as Rebellious Chi. Yeah, get out of the way. He started, I talked to him about Rebellious Chi. I got him to start to allow. And then guess what? Those doors. I know, open. it just kind of melts away. And you're like, yeah. wow, how did I ever get stuck like that? And it's so silly sometimes. And his whole life, you know, I think was affected positively, not just the housing. You know, there were other things that had been difficult. Yeah, things start to shift. Started to yes, shift. Because, and you're almost in this rut. And then you move out of the rut and you're like, wow. I mean, some things are obviously much more serious than we're talking about today. Like you can have some really serious things, but these are things that can really stop us on our everyday kind of life. Yeah, it's like we're our own worst enemies, you yeah. know. It's our belief that we can't have what we want because of these obstacles that stop us from seeing all these open doors. To so get blinders on? Yeah, they're being held open for us. And, and maybe you know, earmuffs. Yeah, we don't. And a mask. <laughs> yes, exactly. We're just shut down to the universe beckoning us. Please open so the doors. So the universe doors. is opening all the doors yes. and we're closing all the doors. We're closing them. Maybe the rebellious cheese like the wedge the door wedge. You yeah. pull that out and let the doors fly open. <laughs> yeah. So this step of alchemy is all about rebellious chi and mastering that so that you can have ease in your life. So let's talk a little bit about some of the tools like I personally use. I love affirmations. I use them when I feel like I'm getting stuck or I can't get my way through the universe or energetically I'm blocked. What is your take? We talked a little bit about them before. We gave them as homework. So let's yeah. make them like advanced yeah, affirmations. Yeah, this is really different. This is where you're feeling like you really know what you want and you're feeling you all you can see is those obstacles. So let's say, let's take your case again of the apartment. Look, I knew I wanted to move and I knew I wanted to come to this certain town and I knew or I wanted like a big house, this, that, this and that, all these things that I thought, but I just think I got too... Focused. Yes. And so what happens is things aren't going the way you want and you start seeing the evidence of things not going the way you want. So your evidence was all of the apartments are total crap, right? Yes, they were just one <laughs> bad after and another. The more you saw more and more crappy places, the more you believed all of the apartments must be crappy. Yeah. And the way you shifted it was you said, wait a minute, look at all these people living in apartments that are beautiful. I know that's not true. So you you decided to use positive visualizations that, wait, there are people living in really beautiful apartments. That negated this yes. whole shutdown that you had and started to open your doors. Yes. And, you know, I would tell people, I would say, I say, I'd tell them my story. And they'd be like, oh, the economy's bad or wait till spring and things will open up yes. or, you know, things are just not active right now or and all that just is, all these excuses that I just excuses. felt wasn't really true. I was going to say excuses. Yeah. Um, so if is. you're giving it's yourself a lot of excuses about, you know, the woulda, coulda, shouldas, or it's someone else's fault, or if I had done this, I mean, those are all rebellious issues. The reason we make the excuses is very simple. We want to figure out why this is happening to us. 
it just doesn't make sense. We're so clear that we want something, X, Y, or Z, it doesn't matter. And then we're so disappointed that we're not getting it. We need to make excuses to kind of make sense of the world. Sure. And kind of ease that. And because if, you know, the longer you're not doing what you want to do, then it starts to kind of snowball into bigger and bigger things. And when I finally shifted it, other things that I hadn't even really noticed that had been blocked or stuck started to get easy again and started to flow. And I got back into the more positive mindset and things really started to pick up. The same thing, I actually know the person that you were talking about with the house and his life is rocking right now. Things are going really, really well. Yes. And so if it's almost like that heart's desire you know, we allow that authentically to happen. And then when we see that we might not get what we want, it's almost like you've shut down your heart. Yes. And part of the letting go and the letting go meditation is you don't hang on to that crap. Yes. Well, so, we're saying crap a lot today. Yes, every, crap, day, crap, 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 crap. <laughs> every day you wake up from that meditation, you should feel new. Yes. And, and not taking all of that excuses and things yes, that you the noticed. baggage into the next yeah. day. And, you know, we, we're going to talk about Abraham. And I always remember this one thing, and I'm probably not quoting them exactly, but if you go to bed happy, you wake up happy. So yes. if you have happy thoughts, you wake up with a clean, a clean slate of happiness or a chance to be happy. And a lot of times when I'm working with people, I say when they when you open your eyes and you start to have your own thoughts and your own how you want to move through the day, I have them ask themselves, what am I going to do today for fun? Oh, wow. You know, <laughs> what am I going to do today to whatever there's something they're working on? But fun is usually a good one. And it usually like they have to really work at it. Like, oh, what am I going to I want to have some fun today. What am I going to do? Well, certainly if you have rebellious chi, life is not that not fun. Not fun. Definitely. So that's working too hard. That's right. And a lot of people, once they start to get rid of the rebellious tree, they will have more fun in their lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was good. So listen. There's another phrase that I like that Abraham, going back to Esther Hicks, says, which is that it should feel like you're floating downstream. Yeah. Let's talk about the floating downstream because that is something that we're going to work into our homework today. And we have another meditation that's going to be available. On our, on our magical app that's going to come soon. But right now, it's on inspiredactionpodcast.com. It's and in the show notes. It'll be in the show notes for episode 10. And so you can download let's talk it about, the, I like to call it the little uh, little raft on the stream. So we'll call it on the alchemical stream. Yes. <laughs> so instead of paddling upstream, that's what people with Rebellious Chi are doing. They're working so hard to, to make their canoe go upstream. Upstream without a paddle. With, okay. Yeah, without a paddle. Okay, so energetically, like, you have no paddle. So how can you get upstream? They're working their butts off and going nowhere. Okay. So uh, turn the raft around and start floating downstream. So this is what the meditation is about. So as you listen to the meditation, have that image in your mind of instead of struggling energetically to move through life, you're going to go with the flow down the easy stream of life. Life is good when you're down the stream. Yes. Guess what? All the good stuff you want is downstream. And it's easy to get. It's easy to access. It's right within your grasp. All you have to do is open your eyes when you're going down the stream. Imagine going up the stream with no paddle and you see something you want. Let's just say the fruit on the tree because of the Esther, the Abraham thing. I remember that picking the fruit and you can't even get to it. You can't reach it. You can't even get to it. You're just grasping, grasping, grasping. That does not sound easy to me. No. That is not a way to live life. No. That is not a way. That is not going with the flow. This is, that's 
the opposite. So in your mind, if you feel like that, that's you're nodding your head saying, that's me, turn it around, yes. get the paddle, get down the raft. You're going, if you want something, you just kind of grab it. And you work on that for affirmations. You work on that in your meditations. Yes. And this meditation that we're going to record is about this re releasing the rebellious chi in the first stage of alchemy. I used to work with this guy who loved the phrase, pick the low hanging fruit. And that's really that's what we're talking what this about. Is about. Yeah, it's easy. The, the, it's all, it's way down. The tree's heavy. It's right Abundant. there. Abundant. Abundant. Not yes. only do you get what you want, you might get some extra stuff too. And you can share it with other people, yeah. not yeah. just yourself. And this whole, you know, life is hard mode. If you have, if you have extra and things are good, you share, you share with people around you. So we created this meditation to just give you a guided meditation you can follow to begin to ease your rebellious chi. And, you know, it, it is a visualization that is the little raft on the stream. Yes. And it's just a way to walk through uh, maybe an end of day or beginning of day would be nice. Yeah, I think this would keep going with your letting go meditation yeah. and you can work on that. And this can be a starting of the day because like I said, if you have this clear mindset and you can start to move easily and flow through your life, this yeah. will be a nice way to start. It doesn't have to be the beginning of the day, but I think that it's a great time to do it because you're going to go out and... And you're going to be gathering all your fruit all day. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so, so, all right. So that's the show for today on Rebellious G. Yay. And we will see you again soon. Thank you for joining us on the Inspired Action Podcast. And remember, inspiredactionpodcast.com. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Inspired Action Podcast. You can follow our Inspired Actions on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. If you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews and really appreciate your input. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening and don't forget to hug the dog. <laughs>